The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. All right, let's go off from some news around the league. Let's move on. Whole lot of shit popping around the league, so let's get into it before we get into the Hemi Award. First of all, holy shit, Keegan Murray. What What is this man doing? Keegan Murray is one of my favorite young players. Epic game for the guy who is in just his second year. I mean, epic. Without De'Aaron Fox, he put the team on his back. Shooting performance that literally derailed Steph Curry's post-game presser. Steph was way more interested in knowing what was going on with Keegan Murray than what was going on with their team. It was in the middle of the Kings game, and he's like, keep me updated. Keep me updated. Here's what happened uh, in the final stat line in Saturday's win against the Jazz. 47 points, 16 for 23, 12 for 15 from three, including 11 straight to go with 11 rebounds, two assists, and two steals. Those are superstar numbers. That is Klay Thompson at his height numbers. Ray Allen numbers. He raised his season three-point percentage by five full points in one game. That is absurd. Since coming back from injury seven games ago, Keegan Murray is shooting 50% from three on shooting splits of 53, 50, and 85. And the best part about this, it's the part that's just sweet, sweet justice, is that friend of show Jake Fisher put an article out saying that Keegan Murray was expected to be included in the trade talks for a wing superstar. OG Ananobi type. Pascal Siakam type. You know the like, right? A lot of people started to get a little of the scuttlebutt about that. Monty Morris came out and said, absolutely fucking not. Keegan Murray is not going to be included in any trades for any player under the sun. And many beat reporters for the Kings were like, why not? Why not? Even Brendan uh, Nunez, who's the beat reporter for the Kings, he was like, listen, it is feasible and understandable for Bradley or for Keegan Murray to be included in the, a trade for someone like Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Mikhail Bridges, Donovan Mitchell, Cade Cunningham, Brandon Ingram, Jaron Jackson Jr. And I look at that list, honestly, I wouldn't trade Keegan Murray for any of those players. Paul George, too injury-prone, too old. Jimmy Butler, too old. Mikhail Bridges, too expensive. And Keegan Murray's kind of like his upside is Mikhail Bridges. Donovan Mitchell, absolutely fucking not. Cade Cunningham, absolutely fucking not. Brandon Ingram, ugh, no way. Jaron Jackson, I foul out in three quarters. Jackson Jr., no. I don't want any of those dudes. For Keegan Murray? Ugh, I wouldn't even trade Malik Monk for some of those dudes. After the game, Kings made it very clear, yo, this is why he's not on the trade block. We're going to see a lot of Keegan Murray as this team as this team develops. 
a third head to make a three-headed monster along with Fox and Sabonis. That is Keegan Murray. So if you get OG and OB, Pascal Siakam, that's all sweet. But I tell you what, that's to go along with Keegan, not to replace Keegan. And that makes them even more dangerous. Moving on, I saw a fascinating tweet the other day. And I was disgusted. Honestly, I was disgusted. The two highest paid coaches in the NBA, Greg Popovich, Monty Williams, have a combined record. You're not even going to believe it. A combined record of 6-44 and 44 right now. An incredible 12% winning percentage. I've spoken a ton about the Pistons. We don't need to go there. It's still a shit show. It's alert, alert. Still a shit show. They've lost their 23rd straight. The line the other night against the Bucs was 17, and the Bucs cleared it quite easily. I think they won by over 30. They're closing in on the all-time losing streak. So let's not lump the Spurs in with the Pistons. But yeah, they lost 17 straight as well. And you know what? Greg Popovich doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care at all. In fact, I don't think he cares if this team wins games all year. He is looking at this like an incubator. I just want to see where Victor Wembanyama plays best. I want to try Jeremy Sohan at point guard. What's wrong with that? I just got an extension. I can play around a little. And from stats, it's working. Victor Wembanyama leads all rookies in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Let me say that again. Wembanyama leads all rookies in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Is there a category that he doesn't lead in? I don't think there is. So yeah, the season has been a success already, even if they suck. A reporter bravely asked, I think asking anything to Greg Popovich requires bravery, if they would be active at the trade deadline. And he said, a very classic pop answer, why would we do that? Get a vet or two and go win a championship this year? I'm going to go think about that. Snarky, curt, sarcastic, short, classic pop. Way to embarrass a, a reporter. Dress him down in like a span of 10 words. He gives you an answer that gives you everything you need to know about what his thoughts on this season is. Don't stress, okay? We're working on getting Wemby better. I've already had David Robinson. Psst. I've already had Tim Duncan. Psst. I've already had the likes of a Euro like Manu Ginobili. I kind of fucking think I know what I'm doing, okay? Don't worry about me, okay? And since he moved to center five games ago, this Spurs defense went to, from historically bad to top five in the NBA. As for the Pistons, I don't know how long money lasts. I don't know whether they buy them out. Feels like a lot of people are starting to scream about the Detroit Pistons. They'll have broken the all-time record for losing by the time I talk about them next. It will happen. And we'll be facing serious questions about whether they need to rebuild the rebuild the rebuild again. Moving on. So, we got some news. It affects me personally. There's this thing called NIMBY. NIMBY. Acronym. Not a basketball acronym, but one that is apropos for this moment. Not in my backyard. It's a classic white term, honestly. <laughs> it's like, it's something only white people say, right? Uh, like a lost pup, the Washington Wizards are following me to Virginia. Uh, Wizards owner Ted Leonsis, all-time cheapskate, all-time I-don't-care-how-much-we-win kind of guy, has decided to move the team and his other team, the Washington Capitals, out of D.C. and into Alexandria, Virginia, right into my backyard. And I tell you what, 
I'm in this like have too much time, have too much money uh, email listserv for the neighborhood. And I tell you what, people are very upset. They're worried about traffic. They're worried about crime. They're worried about leaves. They're, <laughs> they're worried about parking. They're worried about taxes. They're worried about real estate prices. I don't know what to make of it. If it happens, I'm not sure it will. All signs point that it would, could. It has received what the Washington Post is saying. That's what they want. The largest ever public subsidy for a project of this kind, an estimated $1.35 billion in state and local funds. So this is what the group chat was saying, that uh, small businesses, even ones that are a company of size 20, were getting a $15,000 yearly tax to pay for to DC the Wizards just for the Wizards arena I don't not sure why but that's a lot of cheddar 1.35 billion in state and local funds I ain't paying it okay I'll move to Maryland before I do that considering that I'm going to have to fund Kyle Kuzma's oversized sweatshirts and Jordan Poole going to barcode and finding the baddies shooting floaters one-handed into a straight Osser Thompson blocks. I'm not doing it, okay? Two-thirds of the bill covered by taxpayer dollars from the place that I just moved? What happens to Chinatown now is what I gotta say. D.C., everyone's like, though, it's like the great white flight over there in D.C. Apparently, the money will come from existing funds. Existing funds, huh? That's interesting. As well as a pair of bond offerings. Tax hikes are not far behind, folks. Let me tell you. I'm not here to bitch about taxes. I get it. I get schools and roads and um, subsidies for low-income families and SNAP funds and Oregon Trail Car. All of it. Okay? I'm into it. I'm into the safety net. You know what I'm not into? Subsidizing Jordan Poole. That's what I'm not into. That right there gives me the shivers at night. All right. Let's move on. We got to get into what's happening to the Cavs at some point uh, deeper, but pause but things have not gone the way that the Cavs thought it would this year we knew though it was on the precipice of disaster how how fast until they trade Jared Allen because they were talking about it last season when they got bounced out of the playoffs by the Knicks the Cavs right now have fallen into eighth place in the east after a stretch where they're only two games over 500 and seven and six at home and on the road during that stretch they are not playing up to expectations they now face Serious roadblocks because of injuries. Evan Mobley, the star center, is now going to have arthroscopic surgery on his knee. He is expected to miss six to eight weeks. Holy fuck. That is, that would be February 17th. Ooh, this could not have happened at a worse time because Darius Garland, their their star point guard, suffered a fractured jaw after a collision with Kristaps Porzingis. Strongman, Chris Hatch, Porzingis, fracturing jaws. Now we'll miss several weeks as well. Two of their three stars out till February. Donovan Mitchell, people want to know what he's thinking. The last man standing on the subject of intense trade rumors said, we have the pieces. It's just a matter of getting on the same page as a group. Do you have the pieces though? Like those pieces are out with injury. We've got to go out there and put the consistency of work in, you know, in games. We put the work in on our off time, but all of us collectively as players and coaches... We've all got to get on the same page. I think it's just something we've got to find a way to do. All of this is nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. He also is like, I'm not responding to trade questions. Uh, I just want to focus on the now. Okay, sure. Uh, we will do a deep dive on the ca- deep dive on the Cavs soon. But yes, 
the moon over Parma. Not very bright right now. All right, let's talk about the Timberwolves moving on. Best team in the NBA right now. Pretty much everybody knows it. Rick Carlisle, who throws shade on everyone, said this after his Pacers team got run out of the fucking gym by Minnesota on Saturday. This is one of the best teams on the planet. These guys have really got it going. The building's alive. The environment is way different than it used to be. Take my hat off to Tim Connolly and his operation for everything that they've done and the new ownership. Yeah, I don't think that's being spoken of enough. Tim Connolly was getting straight disrespected by me and everyone else in the NBA. And I tell you, wait, I tell you what, I was wrong. Tim Connolly is the shit. He knows what's going on. Uh, he did it in Denver, and now he's doing it in Minnesota. Oh, boy. Cat was asked. This comment, by the way, came after Carl Anthony Towns went off for 40, 12, and 4. And Aunt Edwards had 37, 2, and 4. Cat was asked after the game why he's taking less shots this year. He said, well, he basically said what I've been saying. You're not the steak anymore. You're the potatoes or the asparagus. He said, I'm not the sun anymore. I'm one of the planets. We've got a lot of great players in here. My job is to figure out how to obviously be aggressive and maximize my talents for the team. But also in those talents, how can I make everyone better? Woo-wee! And he looks good. It all comes down to defense. Cat had three steals and two blocks to go with that 40 piece. Ant had three steals alongside of his 37. My guy. These guys are getting up on the offensive side of the ball and remembering that they've got to defend as well. All in the middle is the center of the defense. Rudy Gobert locking shit down. Defensive player of the year type numbers. Tim Connolly, like I said, took a lot of shit for that Rudy Gobert trade. And now everyone is just eating crow pie. Lots of it. We got a lot of crickets out there. Not a lot of people talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm not going to lie to you. And playing the way that Connolly envisioned that they would. Remember, like I said, Tim Connolly is the guy who built the Nuggets. And if anyone could make a team work like Minnesota in a small, cold market, it's him. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. All right, time to give out the Hemi Award. You know what time it is. He is I and I am him. Slim with the tilted brim. Watch this man's film. By the way, I was shocked and awed when I noticed last week the SVP was giving out Hemi Awards. Shame, shame. Get stone this man. Stone him. I don't think he stole it from me, but holy shit, I've been doing it longer. We probably should be giving the Hemi Award to Joel Embiid. He's averaging more points per game than minutes played. Only man to ever do that besides him is Wilt Chamberlain. He's playing three quarters and averaging 30, 12, and a steal and a half and a block per game. Ah! Joel Embiid's going to win the MVP, isn't he? But no, we've got to give the Hemi Award this week to Mr. Fun Guy himself, Kawhi Leonard, the silent assassin. Mr. Uh, 
What's that called? One bit. Mr. One Bit Michael Jordan, because he looks like the first version, the Atari of Michael Jordan out there. Yeah, he's been red hot. Over his last five games, he's averaged 34, 6, and 4 on 60. Get this stat line. Get this stat line. 65 from the field, 62 from three, and 95 from for the free throw line. That's like the best stat line I've ever seen. Kawhi fucking Leonard, one bit MJ. And MJ didn't shoot threes, shooting 62% from three on six attempts per game. That is better than any shooter in life. Better than prime J.J. Redick. Better than Buddy Yield. Better than Steph, the best shooter of our generation, maybe ever in the world, Curry. Who, for comparison, is shooting 38% from three in the same stretch? Kawhi Leonard on a heater, sir. Why are more people not talking about this? This man is doing the impossible. I don't think he was ever that good of a free throw shooter either. He's 32%. No, 32 years old. And playing some of the best basketball on the planet right now. If I wasn't digging into the numbers, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have even thought of it. I knew that the Clippers were playing well, but this is absolutely ridiculous. We've got to give this man shine. He's played every game. He's balling the fuck out. He's playing all the minutes. And the Clippers are beating good teams like the Knicks, the Nuggets, the Kings. So let's give the weekly Hemi Award. He is I and I am him. Slim with a tilted brim. Watch that man's film. Fun guy himself, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 